Welcome to the Rahway Rising Podcast. I'm Mark Arivna, and I've been writing about downtown redevelopment in Rahway for years. Think of this as an audio complement to the blog, so now you can listen to rawayrising.com. And don't forget to rate the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It will help others find the show. You can also leave a message, ask a question, or just provide some feedback using the message button. All eyes were on the presidential election last week, but there were also local races in Rawway. Democrats look like they handily won election to the six ward seats up for city council, at least according to unofficial results so far. There were three-way races in the first and fifth wards where Democrats turned away challenges from Republicans and independents. Democratic incumbents were unopposed in the fourth and sixth wards. The closest race was in the third ward where Vanny Parson took 70% of the vote against Dan Gagnon. Parson was appointed to the seat this past summer after Bob Bresenhan stepped down. Danny Newberry won her first full four-year term, taking 76% of the vote in the fifth ward. She defeated Republican Dave Straka and Hanif Denny, an independent. She was appointed to the seat a little more than a year ago after Jennifer Wenson Mayer was appointed to lead the Housing Authority. The next city council election will be in 2022, when three at-large seats will be up, along with the mayor's seat, all of which are currently held by Democrats. Four candidates also won election to the Board of Education. Three were elected to three-year terms, and another secured a two-year unexpired term. An update to the voting totals is expected on Tuesday. Results are unofficial until certified by the county clerk. That's expected to occur by November 20th, a week from Friday. The completion of the Mint along Monroe and Main Streets triggered the payment of $1.5 million in redevelopment area bonds. Redevelopment Agency reimbursed the developer via wire transfer for part of the infrastructure improvements around the extension of Monroe Street. In 2018, the agency amended the financial agreement with the developer, Doorknock 2, to allow for the use of RABS to reimburse part of the cost of extending Monroe Street. Monroe Street was extended across Main Street through what used to be Parking Lot B, a 55-space surface lot owned by the Parking Authority. That was done in conjunction with the development of the Mint and the Gramercy, a 45-unit building on East Cherry Street. The first phase of the 208-unit, the Mint, began leasing in January. The redevelopment agency also renewed a one-year lease for an East Inman Avenue lot being used for car storage. Leesville Auto has been using the 2.6-acre lot for at least 15 years. The agency will have an option to renew at the end of the term. In the meantime, they'll determine the best future long-term use of the property, whether to change the terms and uses or continue in the long term. Since the last episode, the podcast got its first voice message. Before we get into looking at the week ahead, let's have a listen. Hey, so more than a year ago, you reported that the city council had approved bike lanes in Rahway, um, and we've yet to see them. So what's the status of them? Will we see them someday? Um, love, Love to hear your answer on that. Thank you. That avid biker is correct. 
City Council approved de designated bikeways in March 2019. In my post about that, you can find a complete list of streets and a map where striping of bike lanes is planned. In all, it's about 3.7 miles worth. At the time, the mayor said the bike lanes would likely come in phases about three to four a year. Funding would come out of the police department with some contributions from the Department of Engineering. The city also would pursue grant funding. I will check back on the status of those and report back next time. Thanks for the question too. If you have a question or comment, or even feedback of any kind, leave a message at the link included in the story notes. City Council is scheduled to meet for its monthly combined meeting on Monday, November 16. That was rescheduled from tonight, November 9th. Also, the Rawway Arts and Business Partnership is working with market research students at Seton Hall University to find out what residents are looking for in their Rawway experience. Check out the partnership's Facebook page for information on a survey. Complete the survey and you'll be entered to win a $100 Rawway gift card. Lots of new stuff this week. Let's try a new segment, a sort of Flashback Friday or Throwback Thursday, where I share a blog post from a few years ago. For the first one, I figured we'd go back a while, so how about 10 years? Well, it was about 10 years ago this week that the former El Bodegon restaurant on West Main Street, behind the Union County Arts Center, reopened as Patria Restaurant and Mixology Lounge. It closed a few years ago, and I thought it was a timely flashback because uh, it turned over again, recently opening as Manchi's, a Colombian grill and bakery. Check it out and let me know what you think. Rawway Fried Chicken at 1500 Main Street was named by the Digest Online as one of the top 10 spots to get a fried chicken sandwich in New Jersey. The list was made to mark National Fried Chicken Day, which is November 9th. Thanks for listening to another episode. Remember to rate the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave a message, ask a question, or just let me know what you think by using the voice message button. And if you find RobbieRison.com valuable, please support the podcast through Anchor FM, Patreon, or check out the advertising page on RobbieRison.com. We'll see you next time.